Okay, you guys, let me ask you a question. Do you struggle to get your weddings featured? Are your wedding submissions constantly being rejected from your dream publications? Does the thought of creating your own submission completely overwhelm you? Well, this is exactly why I created Submission Support, to help wedding photographers and planners just like you. Inside our monthly email membership community is where you'll learn what makes a good submission, how to start thinking like an editor, how to curate your images, and how to submit your next wedding all on your own. I've helped dozens of photographers and planners get featured, and now I get to help you directly in your inbox every month. To learn more, visit submissionsupport.twgna.com and join today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host, Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site, Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. I'm so excited about today's brand new episode because I'm chatting with Christy Drago-Price from The Editor's Edge, all about how to genuinely network with other industry creatives. Christy shares her seven tips for making authentic and meaningful connections, and you'll learn how to make the most of your next networking opportunity. A little bit about Christy before we get started is that she is the founder and creative director behind Editor's Edge, a boutique creative agency specializing in elevated brand strategy for established businesses. Honing her skills during her 10 plus years as the photo director of Condé Nast Brides Magazine, she takes projects from concept to production, and I'm so excited that she's here. So let's get excited, let's grab a cup of tea, and enjoy the show. Hi everybody, welcome back. I'm so excited you guys are here. I have an incredible guest on the line today. Christy, can you say hi to everybody? Hello, everyone. Good morning. Morning. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm glad we finally got this uh, to work out. Me too. I'm so excited. Uh, you accepted my humble invitation. So I'm so, <laughs> I'm so pumped to have you here. Um, we're going to be talking about, uh, this is a great topic. We're going to be talking about seven tips for genuine networking, and I'm excited that you're passionate about it. And I'm excited to, to pick your brain (laughs) and sort of educate myself and our listeners. But before we get started, let's introduce you to everyone who's listening. Can you tell everybody a little bit about you, your company and how you got started? I'm Christy Drago-Price. I am the creative director and founder of Editor's Edge. We are a creative agency, boutique creative agency based in New York, working with clients all across the country, uh, mainly working with wedding professionals, uh, photographers, planners, wedding B2B, uh, as as same as you, and uh, working with people on their brand strategy, their messaging, content creation, it's we're really t- helping people 
get to their next level of business um, through sharpened brand content, brand strategy um, is where we we mainly focus uh, on there. Yeah, I love that. I know I've known about you for a long time and we finally met in person a few weeks ago at an event, but I feel like a lot of my friends um, who are in E3 and have worked with you have just all they have is like high praise and accolades. And they just say that working with you is the best decision that they ever made. So flattering. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So it's just such a niche offer that you offer people. And that's why I think, you know, having you on today to talk about this stuff is like going to be so great because you have this really unique perspective and, you know, it's just uh, people have really great success after working with you. So that's exciting. Thank you. Well, that's where it is very niche. I will say that that's where sort of editor's edge comes from. The the concept that editor was that I was the photo director at Condé Nast for over a decade, 13 years plus years, uh, specifically on Brides Magazine, which uh, was a Condé Nast title at the time. And when it was actually a printed magazine. And so that's where editor comes from. And besides working in the, the publishing industry at Condé Nast, I've worked at The Knot and Martha Stewart, weddings and in all realms, not just weddings and glamour and self and architectural digest and things like that. So sort of um, having that editorial background, as well as just because I know we've got a lot of photographers, so I got to give a shout out that I also went to photography school. Oh, I, have nice. a B- I have a BFA in photography. I have developed my own film, uh, been in the dark, used to love the dark room. And if anybody knows the smell of fixer, like it's the best. Yeah, it's it the- totally <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, only people, if you say it, people are like, yes. People that know, know, but it's really bad, but it's really good. <laughs> it smells good. I like gasoline too. I like the way that yeah, smells. Yeah, it's like that I- weird, funky kind of smell. You yeah. Know? I had like, and like your fingertips, your like nail bed smelled like Pixar for like, you know, four years in college. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I didn't know you had a BFA in photography. That's so yeah, cool. Yes. So I have a um, um, school visual arts and I also went to the Fashion Institute of Technology uh, here in New York. Uh, so I do have a, a very strong photo, uh, personal photo background in that. So sort of mixing the fine art photography um, space with the editorial content marketing space kind of came together. And uh, the story that I, I tell is that I had been working full time in my corporate life job and um, I had recently left the full full time stars aligned and it was time I left and uh, I was in yoga class and <laughs> it was the new year and I was trying to chill out that's why I went to yoga class because I was <laughs> like oh my god I don't have a job what am I going to do with my life why did I do that um, and so I went to go relax and I started to you know go through my poses and and realizing that the unique skill set, as you mentioned, very niche, unique skill set that I, I had was could be really beneficial to other business owners. Because at the time, I I didn't own a business, you know, I was I had no idea how hard it was, I would sit there in like my, you know, tower behind a desk and be like, what are these people thinking these like promo pieces are terrible, or, you know, etc. Until I actually got behind like, 
my own desk and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I have to do everything. There's no IT department. There's no right. assistant to run to the, you know, go get an envelope. Like I have to go to Staples. I have to be my own accountant. I have to do everything. So um, I realized how how hard it is and that this individual skill set that I have, and especially the knowledge within the wedding industry. And that was, I felt like this area that just was not being serviced um, at the time with that. So I kind of had this aha moment where I was like, I can, you know, really work and uh, with B2B clients in this and really elevate elevate them and and educate, you know, and, and bring them to the level that they, you know, really the the big thing I think I hear from clients is is the the weight that comes off their shoulders and the the sense of clarity and focus that that they have after our deep dive process. So, you know, the editor um, obviously comes from that. And then initially the edge, when I was in yoga class, I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll give him the edge kind of thing. And what I've come to realize more so is that that the clients are are on the edge of something big and they need the the guidance and the sort of no nonsense truth to get them over to their next level. So they're on the edge of something big and we are defining that and, and clearing the pathway for them to get there. And and it, and it varies, you know, some, some people are going from, you know, mid to lovely and some people are going from lovely to luxury. And so, you know, a majority I would say of my clients are, uh, in the, you know, been in business a longer amount of time, um, but more so, you know, since with the, the pandemic and, and things like that, I am working with kind of opening up, opening it up and working with people that are at least five years uh, in business. So I would say anywhere between uh, five years and up majority of my clients are usually in that seven to eight range. And, and then like, again, around like a, a 14 to 15 kind of range. I call it the seven year itch. <laughs> Typically people get around seven years. Um, planners, it's funny because they feel it earlier because they are always type A. So they're like, something's coming. I need to be doing something. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you do. And then photographers usually seven. And then when you get the like uber creatives and they're like, it's almost like eight to nine. Like I've been feeling this for a while. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of interesting to see, but it is typically like tends to happen in, in like, you know, five to seven year chunks mm-hmm. for people's businesses. And, and it's been great because, you know, I've, I've been doing this for, for 10 years now. Um, so it's, amazing. it's, yeah, it, it's really great. And um, seeing, you know, starting with earlier clients and then, you know, five years later, they're coming back or six, seven years later, they're coming back and we're reworking it again and we're refreshing and we're tweaking and we're refocusing and, and seeing, you know, like, okay, I got up to that level, nailed it. Let's keep going. And that's, yeah. that's, I think one of the nerdy the things that really like I get excited about is seeing everybody do so well. Yeah. I love that. And I'm a former SBA grad too. I didn't know that about you. That's Are awesome. You? Yeah. Yeah. I have, yeah, I have my BFA in graphic design. So that's awesome. Oh, see, you're smart. <laughs> Well, I, I, but I also took photography, like not yeah. at school, uh, not at SVA, but I went back to SVA for photography um, when I was unhappy in my own job. So <laughs> it's a good yeah, place to there go. There you go. Right. There's yeah. Always, there's always room for growth. This is exciting. 
Definitely. I love that. So let's jump in. Let's talk about today's topic. You know, maybe we can start off with um, sharing sort of the seven areas of networking uh, that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. So, you know, networking, I think, is one of the things I hear a lot as a pain point from from clients. Um, It's, uh, you know, they kind of view it as like, awkwardly standing in the middle of like a big stage, you know, like a a spotlight on them with a drink in one hand and like a cocktail plate in the other and you're (laughs) uncomfortable wearing Spanx and heels and and things like that. You can barely breathe. Um, So people tend to get really freaked out. And uh, what I want to say is, you know, we can, there's ways we can break it down. So the things where you will kind of cover today are getting comfortable, social media, gifting, which is a big thing I'm often asked about, um, just kind of asking somebody to, to meet up with you, uh, staying in touch, and really knowing yourself and, and being yourself when it comes to to networking. Yeah, I feel like networking is, can be overwhelming, especially if you're like an introvert, you know, I, I feel like I'm a mix. I'm like an introvert extrovert, you know, like I like being around people and then I also like being alone. <laughs> so, oh yeah. So Same. Like, I'm an, yeah. People say are surprised about that with me. I'm like, Oh no, I'm an extroverted introvert. Like, yeah. you know, I need a full day alone to recover from, <laughs> from galas. For totally. example. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to be talk to no one and be in my room. <laughs> and yeah. It's like me and music you know, and don't talk sandwich, to me. Like a takeout sandwich for lunch. <laughs> and just, I will come out of my hole and, and you know. Exactly. But exactly. It, yeah. But it definitely, in, you know, I, when you're out there and you're in there and you're meeting and you're talking and et cetera, it, 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 it can be, very invigorating as well. Yeah. And it's exciting when you like genuinely connect with someone or make a new friend or be like, oh my gosh, I love this person. I can't believe we just met today. Like those moments are are very exciting because then you get to like develop this relationship and see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, very much so. Yeah. So where should we, you know, where should we start with first? Which one do you want to talk about first? Well, I would say the first thing is is let's like getting yourself comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. So what did I say is like, as I was mentioning before, you feel like you're on a stage or something. So uh, you need to kind of get comfortable with it. You need to rehearse. So a lot of things I hear from people is like, oh, I really want to go to, you know, this big conference, you know, this, you know, engage or, you know, these other big things that it can be overwhelming for, for them. So you really need to kind of, you know, Go in little by little, uh, get yourself, you know, comfortable being with like your comfort levels of it, like mm-hmm. anything, you know, I think it's your, you just can't really jump in because you will be like, uh, uh, this is too much, especially if you like, like us, if you're an extroverted introvert, or if you're a full on introvert. And that's what, like, there are ways, like, something I hear a lot is like, I'm an introvert, I can't network. I'm like, but there are ways to do it. It's there are different areas and we'll talk about that. But um, I would say, you know, start out small with uh, like little cocktail mixers. So that way, you know, it's only a few hours. <laughs> you can kind of get in, get yourself comfortable, make a few connections and go and things like that. Um, move up to maybe like a workshop, like a one day workshop, kind of getting little bits and bits of, of confidence for that. 
until you finally feel like, oh yeah, I can handle like a multiple day getaway with, um, you know, outfit changes, <laughs> so to say. Strangers. Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Strangers yeah. and uh, outfit changes and being away from home and, and things like that. But yeah, it's it's really sort of gradually building up to to that rather than than just throwing yourself self out in there. Yeah, I love that. I love rehearsing or like, you know, getting practice. I feel like with anything, you know, practice makes perfect and you have to put in the hours to get to get comfortable and like good at the craft and like the craft of networking. I would say for me like maybe a good example would be like social media. Well, I know you're going to talk about that next. Oh, but yeah, like yeah. social media like getting on camera. Like in oh, the beginning I was like, tough. "Oh my god, I hate this. This is the worst." And now I'm like, I just talk to people like they're my best friends and I don't it doesn't bother me. So I love like rehearsing and getting getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, <laughs> like pushing through it. Yeah, it is. And and actually, I've had this conversation and I even do this. I did this this morning on my my walk, my morning walk, because I knew that we were going to be speaking. And I'm like, I've got to you know get used to speaking and talking and blah, blah, blah. And, and I go on my walk and I kind of, which is fine in New York, you know, I live in New York, so people talk to themselves all the time. <laughs> it's totally normal walking through the park, talking to yourself. Um, I'm just, you know, kind of talking and, and thinking about, okay, what do I want to talk about today? And da, 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 da. And you get used to it. And, you know, there's like these, you know, old school sales techniques where you're supposed to like hold a mirror in front of you and talk to the mirror and that kind of stuff. But it. It's as cheesy as it sounds. It's really just getting comfortable with with it, with speaking and talking and things like that. Getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And like, is there? Would you suggest people go into an event, sort of with like questions or or openers, you know, icebreakers, like to sort of give them a level of like, okay, well, if this goes quiet, maybe I would just be like, so you have a pet? I don't know. Like, what do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I, you know, that is a good question because uh, it, there is always that awkward, like I don't know what to say, I don't know what to talk about, or the the elevator pitch, right? And it's like, well, you don't always, you know, you don't need to look at it that way. You are looking at it like, right? You are making friends and and that kind of stuff. So I think it depends on where on the level, like you said, if I was to meet, you know, to meet you. Oh, you live in New York. Where? Oh, you're in Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn? Oh, okay. Yeah. I know somebody that I'm here and, and you kind of can make a, a general connection first, as far as that is considered, or like you, you know, I didn't even know that you have like, Oh, you have, you have a, a daughter. Oh, great. How old's your child? My child's this, Oh, da, da, da. you know, like kind of making those connectors first before getting into like, you know, what do you do? Where do you get a, what type of clients? I feel like that's a bit, it's a bit too much right away. You right. kind of need to ease, kind of ease into it and just show that you're a normal human, like you're just a human being, you know, that's going to kind of calm everybody down a little bit. And then you can kind of, if you continue to talk and stuff, I'm always a fan of, you know, the beyond the like, how are you? How are you doing? It's, is the like, what, what are you working on right now? Do you have any exciting projects coming up? You know, like to really, because how are you? What are you doing is, is so generic, right? right. Somebody's just going to be like, I'm good. 
yeah, things are great. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to say anything else. Right. right. Like, actually, my life sucks actually, right now. Yeah, actually. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just met you, but let yeah. me tell you about my dog just got <laughs> hit by a car. Well, I like um, that question. Yeah. What are you working on right now? Anything that excites you? That's such a good one. That's like, because people also want to talk about themselves, you know, which also takes the pressure off of you. Off of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Asking questions to get other people talking is is usually the, the good thing. I, um, and I think you kind of get a sense of when you, when, when you can kind of, I, I hate the thing, like you don't want to just be waiting for your turn to talk because I think you should be actively listening and genuinely listening to a person yeah. to continue a conversation. Um, but let's be real. Like there are definitely people you've met at networking events where you're like, I cannot get a word in edgewise with this person. Right. <laughs> this person really likes to talk about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like nodding and nodding and nodding. Like, okay. Okay. So maybe you're like, maybe this is not the right connection for me. But, right. You know. And what do you think about, I think people, or maybe I'm just speaking projecting for myself. I think in the beginning of like this sort of journey for me, I was like, I have to connect with everyone. I want to be friends with everybody. But nowadays it's like, you know what? If I meet one or two nice people at an event, I call it a win. I'm like, this is oh, awesome yeah. because I'd rather make a stronger connect solo connection than like talking to nobody and everybody at the same time. Does that make sense? What- yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There are are still people that like, I know, like I see them at events and I know them and they're lovely and we follow each other and we're like, when we actually, you know, Hey, how are you know, what's going on? And, and within our first few minutes, we're like, and I've known you for years. Like it's, um, and we like each other and then that kind of stuff, but you know, it's, it can sometimes, like you said in the beginning, it can be a little surface level and I would much rather, uh, the same have actual conversations and, and moments to connect with with people in in that sense. So yeah. I, I, I agree. You don't need to like my the thing I often say in lots of my clients and, and people that have heard me speak hear this all the time that when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really like you said, like niching in um, on there. I love that. Yeah. So what so what would be the next area we should focus on? Um so yeah, why don't we talk about social media? I think that is a big one that people that get people freaked out. Um and also one I'm going to give you a major high five for like the fact that you do have your face on the, like in it all the time on social media. <laughs> uh, like so much praise. I can't. I still oh. I was like you got you got to try it. I'm like okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you. It took a lot of practice and a lot of getting comfortable with it. And I, I guess also like nice feedback, you know, people were really nice about it and uh, encouraging and they were like, we yeah. love following you or we love when you show us your daughter or we love when you like take us behind the scenes. Um, and I think it's like the interaction is kind of a, at least for me, it's a a gratification knowing that like, okay, people are, people want to see that. And I know like, we just went to the knock gala and like all the stories I shared and like my before before we left the house, I t- took a selfie and shared how I was feeling and people like I got so many comments on it. And I, you know, it's nice. It's nice when you get nice feedback, you know what I mean? But it, I'm not at the level where people are like sending me hate and stuff. So I don't, I don't, you know, like keep it nice. That's when you really listening. made it. Yeah. When you get your first hater. I haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. 
sure. Right, you're from Stalker. Yeah, I'll text you. Like, I got my first hater. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right. You've got a troll. I've got a troll. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> That's one way to look at it. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, I give you major props because that is, and like what you're doing right there is is networking. But if you are uh, like me and have a hard time kind of talking into a camera, um, in in that sense, I what I want is I like social social media is like you, know, you want to like comment share like social networking is still networking. You're kind of building this online rapport with with industry people. Um, but you, I think the thing too, is the same way. You just don't want to be like throwing out likes everywhere or throwing out comments or whatever, because then it's, it feels very ingenuine. Right. But if, um, you know, you're, you're joining particular groups, like, I know, E3 and, and things like that have they've made really great connections for people. And, and also I, I think what's really weird is like, People that just like uh, think about like social media like a like a like a party right like if it's a cocktail party and you know all you're doing is like nodding and giving like thumbs upping people like they'd be like that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, it is kind of creepy. Know, it yeah. is kind of creepy. So like I think about like I think a thumbs up is almost like you see your fr- like somebody from across like the dance floor or the bar or whatever, and you got to give them the head nod. Like, hey, mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. thumbs up, head nod. But if we were like literally standing together next to each other at the bar and I was just like, thumb up, <laughs> that was a little weird. <laughs> so I'll- think about it in that aspect, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was going to say, going back to your, you know, rehearse, like the first point is that social media is such a good tool to give you the first you know, break the ice with that person, you know, like to go up to them and be like, Oh my God, I love that wedding. You just did. That was amazing. Or like, that was so inspired. Like I saw someone at the gala and I was like, you take the best pictures of people. Like I just am obsessed with your work. And they were like, thank you so much. That was so nice. Like it just opens the gate a little bit more. I mean, and you're just like, you, you, you're like a nice stalker. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Not a creepy stalker. Yeah. Yeah. No, and if you genuinely follow somebody and you see them and and the same thing, you know, I've I've had clients that have had really great success where they're like, you know, I'm just giving them like a tip, like somebody posted something like, does anybody know a good, you know, app for this? And they respond like, oh, yeah, I use this app. If you, you know, need some training, let me know, you know, and they follow up on, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, actually, I don't understand how to make a reel. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, let's like they being genuine on that rather than they this like, oh, your work is beautiful. I'd love to work with you. Like, right. oh, yeah. that gives me shivers. Yeah, right? it's like, totally. you, know, you know, and again, I always just sort of translate it into like if real life. So if somebody was like that, like, hey, baby, <laughs> good. can I get you buy you a drink? That's basically the like equal of I love your work. You know, I hope we can work together. It's like the equivalent. Of yeah. That. So don't do like, that. So don't do that. That's Avoid. one step. Avoid the like, you know, just think about it in that sense. Like, am I being overly aggressive and in, in that kind of, of sense? Um, which maybe that's actually a good one to to kind of uh think about is is you don't want to be overly aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I say that it's like you want to stay 
in touch and you want to uh, remind somebody that that you're you're there, but you want to kind of I say knock gently. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just like like a hey, how's it going? Blah blah blah, whatever. Like you and I know as as parents, like anybody that's aggressively like mom, 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 mom. mom. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> I totally shut off. I'm just like oh, you're right. Yeah. Exactly. So if you are constantly getting those that like some say a, a planner is constantly getting from like a photographer like bombarded, they're just gonna like shut it down. Whereas it's like, of course, if you meet somebody, I always think it is a really I think the big thing after networking that does not happen often is follow up. Mm-hmm. So even a quick DM on social media, hey, it was so great to see you last night. Um, or great to finally, you know, or, you know, break the third wall and get to connect with you in real life or something like that. Like, that's great. And then, you know, not every once in a while, like, oh, hey, I saw this, it made me think of you, Mm -hmm. which should be true. It's like, you're not like, putting it in your calendar. (laughs) Right. Oh, it's been three months. Let me let me send out a mass thing. It should be genuine, love maybe from a conversation that you had, like, oh, I, I know that you live in, in Brooklyn and I saw this event is happening. You should, you know, do you want to go to it together? Maybe. Right. So that's sort of there's like that kind of thing. So we want to um not be overly aggressive. We want to kind of drop subtle reminders that you're still around that you're interested in connecting but it's like you're keeping it cool is really what it is right not that you're playing hard you're not playing hard to get you're just like you feel like uh my favorite one of my favorite quotes from countess luann you know just be cool don't be uncool (laughs) right just be cool <laughs> so, there's yeah, something about it in people said that all of a sudden as soon as they hear the word networking they're like what? and it's like no <laughs> how do you like just like you know unless you are incre- incredibly like social i don't know unless they're very socially awkward i don't know but you know yeah and there's you know what look some people are really like nervous and they don't want to be there and you don't have to stick with them the whole night like i feel like what you talked about before like if somebody is just talking about themselves nonstop, or if somebody cannot participate in a conversation i like gracefully like you know what it was so nice to meet you i'm gonna go over there (laughs) like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna get another canopy like i'll be back bye you know just because you just Look, it's precious time too. You know, like you've got that is true. two to three hours at these events. Like for the, if you're starting off small with a small event, you know, you got to make the most of your time as well. Cause it is, you know, strategic in, in the same sense, like authentic and should, it's a lot of things at once, right? It's like, it is. Yeah. And that's why I say, like we were saying little bits, bet yourself up there because it is. And I think that is fair. Like you said to say, oh, it was great. It was so great connecting with you. I see somebody over there that I really, I should say hello to. Right. That's or a good one. Better I'm going to <laughs> grab a drink. Um, and that kind of stuff, you know, that, cause there is that, that sometimes where you get a little cornered, but then there is sometimes, and it is, you know, the, I think it is helpful to go to an event with, with a friend, but you don't want to just be standing there with that same friend talking right. the whole time. Um, so, but it, it helps, you know, to have a wingman because I always found that, you know, at the bigger, <clears throat> the bigger conferences and things like that, that 
you in, like introduce each other. So, you know, I can, if we were at an event together, I'd be like, oh, do you know my friend Janae? She's an amazing photographer. She's got this great podcast. You should totally listen to her. Blah, blah, blah. It's so much easier than you in, like introducing yourself, right? right. So yeah. we would kind of do that for each other. And they'd be like, oh, do you know Christy? You should totally know Christy. She's got this great company, editors, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and that like, kind She of will stuff. change your life. Like, be friends with her. <laughs> like, you're going to love her. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, I and think that actually helps some. I think those often are the best connections because if I trust, like, if there is a person that I don't know and somebody's introducing me, I'm like, oh, well, if you're friends with that, with her, she's cool, then you must be cool too. Right. Yeah, it's like social proof in a way, right? You know, like that yeah, referral. Yeah. Like, my, my husband is like this. Like, I will tell him something. Like, oh, I want to try this restaurant or let's go to this. And he'll be like, all right, yeah, I'll think about it. And then like his friend will tell him and then he'll want to do it. I'm like, oh my oh, God, yeah. I just I just told you about it. <laughs> need somebody else to like validate it. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> the joys of being married. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I agree with that. That's like anything. I always say that even with, with children. I'm like, feel oh, yeah. free to yell at my children because they will not listen to me. But, you know. <laughs> You totally. yell at them, they will pay attention. So totally fine with that. Yeah. Um, On board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So we talked about getting comfortable rehearsing social about, media. Don't mm-hmm. be aggressive. Yep. Staying in touch without being aggressive. I would say that yeah. was, is sort of there. Um, I think one of the big things too is, is asking some, asking somebody out on a date. That's sort of the thing that, that I often people, again, it's, it's keeping it top of mind and that kind of stuff. And, and you eventually maybe get to the point where you feel like maybe you've, you know, broken the ice on social media, let's say, right. And you saw them at an event and you kind of chit chatted, you, you know, you followed up and said, Hey, you know, da, da, da. And you continue to like, you know, have a little maybe banter, whether it's over social media or over email or, or even just seeing each other a few times, you know, how many times have you kind of seen somebody at an event and it's like, oh, we should really get together. I would love that. I would love that. And that, you know, sometimes it doesn't always pan out. And then sometimes you have to be like, no, like, let's really do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I'm in the middle um, of this. Yeah. I, I met someone a few times. I really love her. And we're like building our friendship. And I was like, at the gala, I was like, hey, you know, I'd really like to hang out. And she was like, yeah, me too. I'm like, okay, great. And then like, I'm going to like GM her and be like, let's pick a date because I generally yeah. like this person and I want to be friends with her, like just on a friend level. And I just like her vibe. You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah, I'm in the middle of this. (laughs) And I think too, that we, we think about it, um, about networking and like in a, like I'm doing this to get a job and it's like, well, no, you're doing this to make a new person that you like, like, and that if we get to work together, bonus. Right. I think that's the way to think about it. It's that it's like, I'm not doing this just to get jobs out of people. It's I'm doing this to make, you know, broaden my network of friends, but also we're all like business, small business owners and it, it can get pretty lonely, you know? Right. So it's really nice to have somebody that you can go and, and, you know, just download with and, and that kind of stuff and learn from each other. I think that's a big thing about making these relationships. And then eventually, you know, like, uh, 
saying, oh, you know, it'd be awesome to, if we got to collaborate on something. Yeah. You know, at that point, then they should feel like they trust you. But um, I think the, the biggest kind of, here's the things not to do, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, emailing somebody and saying, uh, I'd love to do lunch. Like, I'd love to have lunch. When's good for you? That is like the easiest ignoring, like, bitch, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know you from a hole in a wall. I barely exactly. get to see my my family and my actual industry friends. Like, I'm not shoot like opening my schedule for that. Mm-hmm. So um I think with being specific, and this is even something like I tell with clients, you know, talking to inquiries, right? It's like be specific. Don't don't say like know our first step is getting on the phone together what works for you it's like well no be like does tuesday at four work for you you know like right right Right. so um i think that one lunch i mean working lunches are great and that kind of stuff the people are super busy and that um want to kind of i like making making it fun like when i say making it fun is doing something that you have a common interest in right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. If, you know, one of my favorite things that I do with when people come um, to, to New York and they reach out and they're like, hey, you know, I'm coming to New York. Would, you know, would you like to have lunch? And I'm like, well, <laughs> well, yeah, but maybe we can get lunch and we can go to a museum mm-hmm. because I that's something that I like to do and I never rarely get to do it. So if I'm going to block some time out into my calendar I want to make I want to make it beneficial, <laughs> right? Right. It sounds terrible, but you know, like, but we both en- like we both enjoy doing that. So let's do that together. Right. You know, if some I know people that <clears throat> excuse me are are real Peloton people, and they will take Peloton classes. They're not, and that's like together, and they are in totally different area. You know, right? Different spaces, but they kind of connect or get together or with each other over like Peloton classes and and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I think finding a common interest that um, is better than than doing lunch or, or let's, you know, or meeting at a museum or a gallery, and then being like, Oh, this was great. I'm kind of hungry, you want to go grab some something to eat, you know, like be mindful of, of people's time. Exactly. Yeah. And especially during like busy seasons too. Like we're this, we're recording this in October in New York city. And like, this is my busiest month. So, you know, people are like, Oh, I want, I'd love to hang out. It's also bridal fashion week. Like it's a big, it's a big week. So I'm like, all right, I'll get back to you in November. You know, I just can't, you know, you have to be mindful of that. Like it just, you know, for other people, they're really busy the first of the year. Like you just have to also be open. That's my busy time. Yeah. Yeah. January through June is my busy time. So it's kind of, kind of interesting, but so being mindful of, of, so I say be specific, right? Like, um, for example, I think, uh, you know, if you are planning a day to maybe go into, if you live in an outer borough, you're planning a day to go to Manhattan, or you are coming to visit Manhattan or something like that, reaching out. The worst is when I I get, you know, a text message or a DM or something from somebody that's like, hey, I'm I'm in Union Square right now. Do you want to meet me up, meet up for a drink? (laughs) Like, no. No. I live in. I live across the river and I got to go pick up my do- like kid from school. And then I have a client call and then I, you know, and then I've got a, another client call and then I've got this and that and whatever. I can't just 
easily pop over. So um, because busy professionals, you know, we're busy working successful professionals have very strict schedules for themselves, mm-hmm. right? So if you are asking to, you know, for a, uh, a sliver of that time, you really do need to pre-plan that and give them a sort of a heads up and say, you know, you might have to give a heads up a few times. Hey, I'm coming in um, next next month. Uh, I'd love to see you. Great. Yeah, me too. Let's reconnect when it gets closer, when we have a better sense of our schedules. Great. Okay. Yeah. So looks like I'll have the 13th available. Oh, I think I, could, I can't do that day, but I could do this, you know, like kind of keeping it open a little bit, but kind of slowly planting the seeds of that kind of thing. Um, I think other people too is in, you know, invite if if you are requesting say a plant you know inviting a planner to lunch like offer to buy them lunch i would love to take you to lunch right <laughs> there's nothing more awkward when somebody's asking you out and then you're like the check comes you're like ah. <laughs> yeah if you offer hey. if you are <laughs> yeah if you are requesting this person's time you know if it's a mutual agreement obviously it's you know split it or do whatever you want but those ones where you know like that. But yeah, I think it's um, making it a little more enticing and fun as far as like, you know, going to uh, a play, you know, going to plays together. We've been, I've gone like done like roller skating with some industry people, which I think is super fun. Like those are things that get, you know, get you out and get you doing things and, and stuff like that rather than just sort of sitting uh, stuck into a, in a restaurant. Yeah. And then you're also sharing that experience. I I have found and learned recently that sharing experiences and stories is really bonding. You know, you can, yes, you have your own inside jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, right. And that actually kind of leads to the next, one of the next ones too, which is like knowing yourself. Right. So like there are different strokes for different folks. So like if you, um, or more of like a type A kind of person or foodie, let's say like, you know, you can organize like an in- industry dinner. Like, and that's the other thing too, is that you don't, you can organize things yourself. Like you right. don't have to always um, rely on somebody else. So like organize an interest industry dinner, like at a local hotspot of like a few, with a few people or if you are like a traveler and you want to go on like a trip to, to maybe as, a city where you met a lot of people from a conference, you know, that tends to happen a lot where you're like, oh, I met this great group of like people from Chicago. And you know what, I think I'm going to, you know, go to Chicago and meet up with them. And and they're going to show me around Chicago and this would be great, you know, so it's kind of um, knowing yourself. And if you are like super introverted and you know, like I'm really just better one-on-one and I can't really do the cocktail mixers or do the three day things. And like, that's okay. So just, you know, ask, go to Starbucks. And that, that one is, I think is an easy kind of, that's the, like, instead of the lunch or whatever, it's like, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to maybe pop by your office and with some coffee and we'll have like a 20 minute coffee break or yeah. I'll bring over some, some, you know, special donuts that are made in my neighborhood that, that everybody loves. So I'll pop over and, and do that. And that's really easy, right? Because somebody doesn't even have to leave their office. 
you know, and, and you know, and you always say, I'm going to pop over for 15 minutes, say hello, give you a hug and a hello. And, and that's it. Right. right. Because then they're like, Oh, okay. I can do that. Yeah. That, that And 15 minutes always turns into 30 or 45 or something. If things are, you know, that kind of stuff, but I think that kind of always works well is, is so sort of knowing yourself and adjusting networking to to who you are. Yeah, I love that. And it's quick and it's fast and it's like not a big commitment. But if you start having a nice time, like, like okay, I got to get back to work. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Let's, so let's figure out a real date. It's wonderful. Time to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I think that was, are we on five or six or what do you, which, see. what's next? One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Yeah. So we, the last two, I think we'll talk about is uh, gifting. That is one, another one that I am often um, asked about and work through with uh clients on like our coaching calls and, and stuff like that, but they want to send something, but they don't know how or to who or that kind of thing. And there is gifting is, is multi-layered um, and can be get become quite expensive mm-hmm. for people um, in the days of like, you know, mailers where people would for, you know, mail like a promo card or something like that, which I don't think really happens so much anymore. Um if you are doing a mailer, it kind of, it needs to have a bit of an interest factor to it, you know, kind of come in a box with other things that are happening. Um, you want to also be selective of uh, who you're sending things to, because like I said, it can get expensive. And I, I think it's the same way when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one, I would think it's better to invest in a better gift to a smaller amount of targeted people than sending out like a mass, like, like mass mailer of, you know, things that are played out, like, you know, a little bottle of champagne or macarons or whatever, you know, the things that, um, or things that can become office clutter. Right. (laughs) There's nothing worse where I'm like, Oh, that's nice. Bonk. Yeah. (laughs) Into the recycling. That's pretty (laughs) That costs that person so much money. And I feel so bad that I just threw out $75 probably into the recycling bin. Right. But, you know, what am I going to do with that? Um, yeah, so I know I think, a couple of yeah. planners that are like, if I get one more candle, I'm going to kill myself. Like they don't want the candle. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Back in my, like in my corporate days, that's what I will say. That is the one I miss Christmas corporate get, like I would get so many things sent to me <laughs> to like our department and stuff. And like people would come into the photo department and we'd have like this big Island and they'd be like, Oh my God. And we'd be like, yeah. And there'd just be boxes of chocolates and cookies and things like that and whatever. They'd be like, who's that from? Like, oh, I don't know. But then <laughs> on my desk would be the good things. And I'd right. be like, Oh, who's that from? I'm like, Oh, that's from so-and-so look at this awesome, like, you know, bottle, like bottle of this or this. One of the things I used to this day was like, you know, those like reusable bags that fold up and that yeah. kind of stuff. When they first came out, like they, you know, they were so like, wow, what's this reusable bag concept? I've never heard of this, <laughs> but it had like, 
it had my monogram on it. Like, oh, nice. I was like, oh, wow, that's so nice. And you can use it to this day. It's like kind of be like 20 years old, or something, oh, wow. 20 years old at this point. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Yeah. I, and I still remember who it was from like this, you know, photo agent and whatever. So kind of the things that you will remember. And I think things that connect you to that, to them. So, um, so for example, as I uh, have a client who was a photographer in New Orleans. And so, you know, he sends, we came up with this idea of like, well, why don't you send out like king cakes, those like Mardi Gras cakes that are like, you ever oh yeah. Them? King cakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're so good. <laughs> they're like have different color, like spark icing and this kind of stuff. They're, they're, quite addictive. So um, in there from this particular bakery, that's pretty, I guess, well known there. He sends, you know, so he sends those out once a year to a select, you know, group of people. Um, I had another client who she's Brazilian. And so we came up with the concept of, of uh, like a Capahenia kit, which cocktail kit, you know, which is very Brazilian kind of drink. In, in there. So she kind of created those kind of uh, ideas, thinking, making things that are either unique to you, like so that they will remember, oh, yes, that's a photographer from New Orleans. That's why they sent this. Or yes, that person's person, blah, blah, blah. or the reverse, like, okay, I know that, you know, this person um, loves bacon well, i'm making this up so <laughs> i'm gonna send them chocolate like chocolate covered bacon from wherever you know or oh i have a good one was that uh one year i sent out um this is early on in in editor's edge i had sent out like really fancy like caramel apples mm-hmm. like real like high-end caramel, 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 however you want to say it, apples (laughs) to uh, women, women that were in the industry that I felt like I was learning something from, like, they were like a great teacher to me. So I'm like, here's your, like, you know, you give an apple to apple. Yeah. So I'm like, thank you for being such a great, you know, mentor teacher to me as I'm growing my business, blah, blah, blah. Here's like an apple for you. They loved it. One and then one particular one was like, I love those apples. Like my whole family loves that apple. Like so every I was like, okay, you get an apple every year. <laughs> so like, or for a special occasion, you know, like, oh, it's your 50th birthday. Here's an apple. <laughs> and whatever I see her at an event, she's like, oh my god, I love the apples. Oh, that's <laughs> so, awesome. Right. That's and awesome. like so it's things that make sense. Was it like, you know, send this was like, were they expensive and you have to pay, you know, for like the, the, the kind that's like the freezer pack kind of thing that has to ship it. And it's all shipping's ridiculous and whatever. Yeah. But was I sending it to like 75 people? No, I sent it to like seven. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and it made made a difference uh, yeah. in that sort of sense. So, so I think the gifting is can go a really long way. But my biggest concern is is people sending vanilla gifts to too many people, and that could just kind of get thrown away. And then I, the other thing that I often hear from people is people will make something or buy something or invest in something, and then it sits in their office forever because 
they get paralyzed or they haven't done the work of like, I don't know what everybody's addresses are. I'm like, oh yeah. Do that first. <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. buy the thing. So like figure out, get your list together, get your your addresses, like email them if they don't know their addresses, like you know, that kind of stuff. Do that first. Yeah. So smart. Yeah. Get your ducks in a row before you start investing. <laughs> investing or else they sit there forever. Yeah. And I've had that with, with clients too. I love that. That's really smart. I did. I don't, I don't do gifts anymore. I do like thank yous now um, to people yeah. that have like referred me or that I really like working with. And I feel like that is just more meaningful and, and more appreciative. You know what I mean? Like I, just want to say thank you and do something tailored to like that specific person versus yeah. what you said, like being vanilla. Like, I don't want to be, I, don't, I mean, I love vanilla. I'm not going to knock on vanilla because that's like my favorite flavor, but like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to be vanilla like to everybody else. <laughs> that's my favorite flavor. It really, it's so bad. Like I, I'll go to these ice cream places. Like, did you, what did you get? Did you get like Rocky Road or cookies and cream? And I'm like, no, I just got the vanilla. Like that's, that's my jam. If the vanilla is good, I know everything. If, is you know, good. a good vanilla, I will say, like like a Briar's French vanilla. I think, oh yeah, with the little specks of black in it. Like that's pretty. That's, that's pretty solid. I'll yeah. look at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When there's real vanilla bean, I'm like, oh, you had me at hello. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I like that. I'm not gonna knock vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when we're talking about like that junky, like you know, the vanilla that's got all the air and it like looks yellow. You're like, oh, that's not good. Yeah. But you're talking like Dixie cup. Vanilla. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, no, we want, the, we want the good. real like uh, artisanal vanilla. That's what we want. Yes. yes. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. So, and then I did lastly is like, just you do you, right? Like you don't want to be watering yourself down to try to get into like the quote unquote in crowd of things. Like don't trade your authenticity for approval by, by any means, you know, like you, you don't want to be tap dancing for people that have no interest in, in you. So it, and a, at a point where you're like, if you're continually knocking gently and they're like not responding or whatever, you're just like, okay, it's all right. Like maybe this, this either this person's got a lot of stuff going on in their own life right now and they can't deal. That's fine. Um, or like maybe this is just like they're not the, like the right person for me. So I'm okay with that. And also the same thing, like we were saying, like if you're, you're stuck at the, the event and this person's just chewing your ear off about themselves like okay this is not my person like right. i'm not i'm going to gracefully you know find that person that's over at the bar that is ordering the same drink as me and i was like oh dirty martini dirty martini exactly you know? like you're kind of like that kind of thing so that's the the most connections really do happen when you are least expecting it. So it's like on the line for the bathroom or on the line to get in or, you know, those kind of things where you're turning around and, and talking to somebody or, or when you're sitting at the person sitting next to you at the, the conference, you know, speaking, you know, not the speaker up on the stage. Exactly. You know, they already have their people. So look to the left and the right of you. And those that's, that's your in crowd right there. Yeah. So, 
I love um, that. I was yeah. in the bathroom at Engage. I went to NOLA. That was my very first one. And I ran into two editors. I ran into the Sarah, who I know, mm-hmm. and then Gabby from Brides. And I was like, hi, hi. Oh, my God, nice to see you in real life. I was like in the bathroom. It was three seconds. I was like, hi, bye, bye. And then like I DM'd like, them later. Like, oh, it's so nice to see you. And then, you know, it's like those little moments, like faces to names. Like it's. You know, it, I think that it adds up over time, right? Because now if yes. we see them at another event, it's like, oh, hi, we're not in the bathroom anymore, right? Joe, <laughs> you know, like we've, we've got an in, you know, like it's that kind of stuff where it just, you know, I think the long game is also like a good tip. Like it yeah. should be in it for the long game. Like it's not a quick, I'm going to get my money back right away. You know, like I think what you said, like if you get to work with someone, it's a bonus, but the friendship is really or like the that's the goal yeah that's the goal that's the goal mm-hmm. i love yeah. that this has been awesome my goodness this is such a good conversation and yeah. i love everything and i feel like it's such a deep dive you know you really it's like really thorough networking <laughs> and like and really genuine you know which is the whole point is that people listening could be like, I could do that. Oh, yeah, it doesn't seem so scary. And then to think of it as a cocktail event and you're giving people thumbs up all the time, that's such a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Right? Or think about it in that creepy, like, you know, yeah. you don't want to be the creeper. That's what I always say. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody has that stereotypical, like, here's my card, here's my card. And you're like, what? Yeah, totally. You, know, you don't want to be that person. And that's what people think that networking is, you know, and it doesn't need to be that way. Yeah. Because, you know, and that goes for, that's a lot of the work that I do with clients, like you were saying, is diving deep and breaking things down and taking these sort of larger, um, these larger concepts and, and making them, uh, customizing them to what works for, for that person. So, like even, you know, the, I, I hate to use the word sales calls or whatever, because I call them like, you know what, they're not sales calls They're Let's get to know each other and see if we're a good match. And we want to work together. It's your, just because somebody inquires doesn't mean you're working with them. Exactly. So, you know, there's nothing worse than I see the emails like, yes, I'm available on that day. And I would love to work with you. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> 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 you are the girl at the bar that's like, you want to sleep with me? <laughs> I'm like, Great. no. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's that sort of concept as well as uh, when you said the word deep dive, I was like, oh, that's funny because that is the first thing that I do uh, with clients. When new clients come in, we we do a deep dive into their brand strategy. So building basically the blueprint of what their brand is their their core values, their unique selling points, uh, their their defining their target clients, brand messaging, uh, their style aesthetics, and things like that. Once you have a clear vision or an outline of what those concepts are, then you it's easier to put them into action. Yeah, often people come to Editor's Edge and they're like, you know, do you do websites? Do you do copy? Do you do logos? And da da da. And I say yes, but if you don't know what you want then I can't give it to you. So we need to figure it out. We have to create our blueprints and then we can kind of go from, from there. Yeah. So um, that's sort of the, the first way of working in, uh, for walking in down the yellow brick road, as I call it, uh, with clients. And then after we have our deep dive, then we kind of decide, okay, we've done all, it's, there's so much clarity there and so much focus. 
that how do we want to, you know, ease on down the road. And there's different pathways based on different types of business owners um, and based on where they are in their careers and things like that. There's the people that have been in business a long time and have more to, you know, invest. And they, I have the, I don't have time for this route, Christy, you and your team handle this. And then there's the other route that's like, well, I kind of am still like, well, I'm a DIY kind of person. So I want your guidance and some coaching, but I do want to outsource a part of it because I can't do that part myself. So, right. and you know, that's sort of for people that are, are know themselves, a little, you know, DIYers or people that are um, on newer in business in that sense. So those are sort of the ways of, of, sort of working with Editor's Edge. I love that. So are you accepting new clients? We are uh, currently having accepting new clients to start in the new year. So we people that are uh, inquiring are on our uh, joining our wait list, which is exciting. Um, we're working the rest of 2023. We are have a lot of uh, creative content projects that we want, are wrapping up uh, with people and starting afresh, uh, starting in 2023. So if there are people that are interested, definitely reach out uh, via the contact form on the website, which is editors, E-D-I-T-I-R-S. Wait, I spelled that wrong, didn't I? I have to have more coffee. Editors <laughs> hyphen edge. <laughs> com, yep. Yeah, .com. Um, it's on the connect form there, you can um, join the wait list and we're uh, reaching out probably later, you know, November, December, which is right around the corner, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I think what often what happens with uh, industry people, January through June, sometimes is their slower season and they wait till January to reach out. And that is not, um, that is not ideal. For, for starting new people because we're usually on a uh, like two to three months out uh, booking. Yeah. Yeah. Like so, a rotating uh, schedule calendar. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh -huh. So it, it pains me when I have these conversations with people and they're like, great, can we start next week? I'm like, <laughs> how about two months? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. So if you guys are interested in working with Christy, be sure to swipe on up, click on those show notes and all the links will be in there and let her know you listened to today's episode and get on that wait list because this girl fills up. <laughs> <laughs> I would also love if you're out there um, to go, if you go to backslash subscribe editors hyphen edge.com backslash subscribe um, to join the email list. Um, you know, what's, this, these tips that I'm, uh, we're talking about now was, were, you know, originally sent out to a small group of people for via the email list. So, um, I think there's some really great tips in there. And that's the one way that I continue to, um, remind people, knock gently, like, Hey, um, don't forget, I'm still here. Yeah. Well, I love your uh, newsletter. Yeah. It's so great. You. you had one recently that really touched me. And I was like, I just have to write you and tell you this because it was so good. And that's how you got on. We, got you on the show <laughs> yeah i think it was this one yeah. i think you were like i we need to share this with everybody yeah i was, I was like, like this yeah, is sure. this is awesome like you need to come on the show so see like genuine networking people genuine like, networking it, it yeah, happens. you know it does it yeah. does and it's funny because you know i think um you know people have have asked like how it you know networking has helped with with my you know business growth throughout the years and 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 like that just like that that's you know i've i've made 
connections maybe with somebody or from a conference or things, something that I've spoken at years ago. And, you know, they've received the newsletter or vice versa. We maybe see each other at events every once in a while. And, you know, I, it, the funniest, I will often see people and they will say, I'm almost ready. I'm almost ready. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to reach out. I'm like, don't rush it. Like, you need to be ready. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a lot. Like, I get it. And I don't want to be working with somebody that's not ready. That's not going to take it seriously. So, right. so yeah. But I will have people that are like, come pop up and they're like, I've been following, you know, Editor's Edge or we met once, you know, years ago. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. I remember you. <laughs> that's great. Right. That's awesome. You know, or somebody that, you know, I've, I've been following you, but then the social proof, like you said, my friend. Uh, here or there or whatever recommended I really talk out reach out to you so it everything counts is what I would say yeah I love it well Chrissy this has been amazing thank you so much for being here and accepting my invitation and getting to talk with you this has been so much fun oh I loved it thank you thanks for uh Bearing with me as I as my coffee totally settles in. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm done with my second cup of tea, so I'm hopefully we have the same caffeine level now. <laughs> I love That's it. Well, great. I hope to have you come back on the show, and yes. we'll talk to you soon. Yes, and good luck with the rest of your busy season. I know it is uh, it's it's a hard one this year for sure. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. you like today's episode i want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to christy for being our wonderful guest today i'm so happy you said yes and this is an incredible conversation if you guys want to find out more about christy and the editor's edge and how to work with her swipe on up click on those show notes and let her know you listened to today's episode all right you guys i can't wait to share our next cup of tea together bye